This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's, uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you stop listening right now. <laughs> That's not, Matt. I know that you have a space issue. I get space too. No, I no, get space too. I, okay, I get space too. Last show, you mentioned <clears throat> that you feel like it does annoy me because it does. like seventy percent of the table is taken up by you. No, it's not me. It's the sh- no. I no. I get it. It's the show's equipment. <clears throat> okay. Well, however, being the producer, the mm-hmm. editor. Mm-hmm. The engineer, yeah. The head of content, yeah. The head of advertising, sure. The head of, I don't know everything that this show is. Yep, a hundred fifteen. I think this yep. is episodes. You make everything in this show work, but without me, no one would listen. That's not. <laughs> I'm the fucking talent. You know that. No, you know it. That's not. And I know it. Okay, and which now... means I can get away with what I want because I'm the talent. A minute and ten seconds in, you're <clears throat> saying. Things like fuck. Speak of the devil. Well, not speak of the devil, but it's kind of an odd. How how drunk is he right now? I don't know how drunk he is. Hello. Hello. Well, how drunk are you? I'm not drunk at all. How drunk are you? I I'm not drunk at all. That's all right, cool. I need you. To hook, I, I need you to hook me up and run me through live. Let's let's do the shit. Okay, okay. I, I just posted on Instagram we're doing the show. I guess he saw it. Um, oh. This is uh, Colin. He's been on the show before. You you uh, you were up here and you talked about Black Lives Matter, right, Colin? That is correct. And right now you are in California, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, Northern California. Okay, Northern California. All right. And and how is that? What do you do there? What is how What is life like there? I, I ride a bike every day. Uh, I get the sun every day. So uh, you're yeah, a f- man. You're high quality, high, high quality weed. Oh. Um, <laughs> so you're a full blown stoner now, because I know uh, when we had you on the program, you hadn't, um, you hadn't sort of dipped your foot into that um, sort of existential experience. <laughs> That's correct. Um, now, um, how much do you smoke now? How much do you smoke now? Uh, I don't know. Not, not a lot. It's like, I don't know. <laughs> like twice or twice or three times a week. Okay. That's, so, that, that, that's twice a day. That's every, uh, well, I was going to say, day. so it's like it's like when you ask a girl how many guys she slept with, You got there's some math there. Like mm-hmm. whatever she says, it's plus some. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, good, Colin. I'm glad. So how is, uh, and how old are you again? Okay, then I'm fine with you smoking. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you. It's also, it's also legal in California if you have a nice little card that says you have an illness. Do you have a nice little card that says you have an illness? Um, that's, <laughs> that, that's, um, yeah, I, I don't know if I want to comment on that or not. Okay, that's fine. You can you can you can sort of put that off the legal. That's fine. Um, so you called me. What what's up, man? How how, how have you been? What is uh what's going on? 
What's on your mind? I'm very disappointed. I'm very disappointed in the state of Missouri. Oh, and oh yeah. How the people voted today. Uh oh. Why is that? Did we elect Blunt? I didn't even see. No, uh, I, I, I believe the, the medical marijuana thing probably got voted down. I hadn't. I hadn't it wasn't on I the ballot. Was it? Uh, I don't think. I don't think that's on the ballot until November. Okay. Uh, yeah, it wasn't for me. About is that Eric Greitens won the gubernatorial election? Okay. Now, I, I think you might know a little bit more about the, this than us, so explain. <laughs> yeah, please. What is, okay, and is that, that's a bad thing, I'm guessing. It's a very bad thing. Eric Greitens is a former Democrat. Okay. He has ties to Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. Um, a good chunk of his money, almost 80% of it, came from out of state. $3 million of it came from California donors. Really? This is all, this is all a setup for his run for president in eight years. And, and and I would imagine trying to turn Missouri blue at some point in the next uh, cycle. Well, he. so the funny thing is, what you have coming in November, you have Chris Coster, the Democrat, versus Eric Greitens, the Republican. The funny thing, though, is a year ago, Greitens was a Democrat, and about mm, six or seven years ago, Chris Coster was a Republican. So you have two people who totally their parties to further their political careers. It is freaking ridiculous. It's 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 almost like the, the two party dichotomy is just uh Yeah. Is 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 just an illusion. Yeah, it's almost like that the party affiliation doesn't matter at all and it's really just about power and control. I mean I, I, I mean this is this is sort of news, uh, yeah. both to Matt and I and to our listeners. Um <laughs> I, I am just I, I'm just geared up and ready for November, so I can do the honorable thing and join you, Addison, in voting for the only man who I can stomach. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So you're so you're pin- Trump. <laughs> 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 Well, you can't stump uh, the meme lord. It's impossible. <clears throat> We've been trying for months uh, now. No, as a, as a former uh, Bernie Sanders supporter yeah. and financial donor, um, you donated. You felt you felt the burn that hard, huh? That is correct. You'd... I've never donated to um, a presidential campaign before. Not, uh, neither I, had I, I very, actually until this very, until this race. Well, I'm very heartbroken. So come November, I will be voting for Gary Johnson. You will be feeling the Johnson, as they say. Um. <laughs> Unfortunately, I just don't see anything good coming in November. Yeah, well, <laughs> colder weather, that's about it. <laughs> well, that's maybe, only... maybe colder weather for you, uh, for us, it'll probably be like 50 or 60. Shit, it hasn't rained here in like four months. Really? So now do you guys, now, so are you like under a drought, like you can't shower and stuff, or is it? Uh, I mean, we don't live in Russia, so we can shower as we please. <laughs> okay, good. Um, That's good. But there are there are some water restrictions. Okay. Like, you know, like the medians and shit aren't getting watered, and if you're out watering your your lawn, you might get a dirty look. Right. But what if you're say like George Clooney or something, and you're watering your lawn? Like, is <laughs> you know you have money, so I don't think anybody really cares. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. Good, good. All right. Well, once, cool. you have, once you have money, you don't really care. Okay, but so you mentioned about this guy making a presidential run. 
Yeah. Explain a little bit more about that. <clears throat> oh, you want to know more about Greigen's in this presidential run? Yeah, yeah. Well, so the funny thing is, um, excuse me, he, uh, he already registered the uh, domain name Greigen's for president. Okay. Bullshit. There you go. So um, it's what? kind of like it's right there. Like you would only do that if you have a plan, and his plan is to hold the governor's mansion for eight years, and then if, hey, if we're still here after Clinton or Trump, Biden's <laughs> is going to run for the presidency. Hmm. hmm. Does he have any ties to any uh, any big donors or anything yet? Uh, I, I don't. I, I don't know any of his, his donors by name. Uh, there's a guy in California who gave him like 2.5 million who's in the news because he uh, apparently like owned a sex slave or some shit. Oh, well. What's the problem I, there? Uh, I, don't, I don't get it. <laughs> well, yeah, what's, what's, what's the issue? Yeah. I thought I thought that was the land of freedom, uh, yeah. Colin. I thought you guys could just smoke weed and own sex slaves. So wait, what's, wait, what's wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is, did this guy who owned a sex slave, was he poor? <laughs> Yeah, was he poor? Well, he gave two million dollars. So, oh, okay. No, he, he, if he's not poor, then what's the what's the problem? Right, exactly. If he's not poor, he then can it's water not a big his lawn deal. in on a sex life. That's yeah, right. So what? Yeah, I mean, he, he uh, he's part of the whole Silicon Valley. Oh, okay. Uh, so he's the tech insider or something. Okay. Well, in- interesting, fantastic, uh, Colin. That's some interesting information. Well, I'm gonna have to keep a. What, what's this guy's name again? The Missouri politician. Uh, uh, Eric Greitens. R E I T. Okay, I'm gonna have to keep an eye. I'm gonna just do some looking into this guy because if he's already, he already has like you know, I mean, he's got this donors from uh, from California, the Silicon Valley, this, these tech guys already you know donating to him. Um, I, maybe the registering of the domain name is uh, you know an aspirational pipe dream. Yeah, but still, you wouldn't do that unless you had some sort of aspiration to you know the throne. Um, so yeah. Have to have to keep a lookout for it. It seems like guy. he's a. It seems like he, although at least from what Cullen's saying, it seems like we've got a real Frank Underwood on our hands. Maybe. I mean, he's going to hit governor. He's you know he's got this president idea. It's eight years down the road, like that's that's some that's some real Underwood shit. Mm-hmm. Like really planning that out and just cut some throats and get there. Yeah. I, I like that. Who knows? I'll have to see. What is he? So you just don't like his his donation stuff and the fact that he used to be a Democrat. Like where is he policy wise? Like is he just going to completely shaft us or what's? Uh-huh. I mean, I mean, ta- I mean, policy wise and talk wise, he's your everyday conservative. Um, okay. Well, or so, or so, or so it seems. Um, he's, I, I don't think he's in favor of uh, legalization of marijuana. He's a big gun advocate. He's a former Navy SEAL. Okay. Um, well, so pre- so presidential yeah. type material then. Okay. Yeah, real handsome looking guy, Jewish. You know. He seems he seems like a like a good looking dude from Google here. So. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's decent. His wife is attractive. They got their like little small little child. You know, perfect every day. We're millionaires. We live in uh, Central West End type of type of guy. Yeah, he honestly looks a little bit like the guy that Frank Underwood ran against in in uh, season four, a little bit. But yeah, interesting. Yeah. Okay, cool, man. Well, thanks for the call, Colin. Anything else on your mind? Um, I mean, not really. I, I need to get you guys some more money so you guys get up the uh, production. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, we, you know, we put together that special subscriber package. I believe mm-hmm. it was a couple episodes back. That's true. We did, and and just we did. just so you know, Colin and our listeners know, that is still on the table. Yeah, 
That's one million dollars, and this becomes the Cullen Show. That's ex- ex- yeah. The, it, where there's a rename, there's a rebranding. And it's it's an hour, one hour a week. We just dedicate to let, letting the world know about Cullen Williams. If he were to be so generous as to donate a million dollars, exactly. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Do you have a sex life, yeah. Cullen? <laughs> I mean, a, a million's a little steep. Um, well, maybe tell you what you said. You were smoking two or three times a week. Bring that down to once a week. And, you know, we'll get that million by the end of the year. You're welcome, America. <laughs> yeah, possibly. I mean, you, you guys have to realize that <coughs> the, cost of li- the cost of living in California is about five times what it is to That's live true. in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. So. That's true. Yeah. Real quick, where are you working at out there? What are you doing? Are you are you still politically active, or what are you? Uh, no, I work in retail. Uh, oh, don't worry fun. about who I work for. Um, it's, uh, fun. I'll give you a clue. It's a very... Um, it's based towards um, the hippie crowd, the the vegans. Um, okay. They're, they're so how does Whole Foods CEO. treat you? <laughs> See, I was going to say Trader Joe's, but who knows? <clears throat> well, Trader Joe's is the same oh. list thing, aren't they? Oh, is it? I don't know. I, don't know. I, wasn't, I wasn't even able to get to the... I wasn't even able... Oh, my God, I'm dying over here. I wasn't even able to get to the third clue. I was going to say their CEO was very libertarian, and that was just like... You know, gave it away, but you guys got it. Yeah, um, nice. I work for the healthiest grocery store in the fucking USA. <laughs> well, who can uh, argue with that? All right, man. Well, right on. Um, feel free to uh, to call us anytime uh, you've, you've got any more information. This was a great call. Appreciate it, Colin. Yeah, I mean, and when, when you guys take the show on the road, make sure you guys stop by Northern California. I mean, I'll, uh, you show you around. You know, you know, my co-host is Matt, so I think. It's not if we take the show on the road, but it's when we take the show on the road, we'll we'll be hitting every state where marijuana is legal. Yeah. I don't think that's... And if we're going to California, I'd rather stay away from the Southern California yeah. with all the vapid, mindless drones right. in Hollywood. I'd rather go to Northern California with all the vapid, mindless hippies. Right. So... <laughs> yeah. Well, and the redwood trees, because the redwood trees are in Northern California, too. So That's right. Go. Yeah. I think it's in your contract, Matt, that when we take the show on the road, we have to go to like only locations where marijuana is legal, isn't that? <laughs> yeah, well, well, I mean, we shall see. You know? <laughs> yeah, I think I think if it's written in. Anyways, well, thanks for the call, Colin. That was awesome, man. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll let you guys get back to the real stuff, the Illuminati bullshit, and the dark magic. <laughs> <laughs> and not only that, but hey, keep us on, keep us abreast of this Eric Greitens guy. He'll be our man in the streets. Hey. Maybe we'll get you on again and have you call in. You're, you're you're closer to him than I am. You know, I'm, I'm about 2,300 miles away. So that's true, but I also work 60 hours a week and have no time to do anything. Aww. Oh, shut up, Matt. Shut up. You work like 13 hours a week. And that's true. Play PS4 the rest. Mm-hmm. Anyways, all right, Colin. Appreciate the call, brother. Take care. All right, you guys have a good one. All right, see you later. See you. Well, that was real nice, Matt. It was special correspondent, Cal- special California West Coast correspondent, That's uh, right. Eric Williams. <laughs> Colin Williams. Or I'm sorry, uh, <laughs> Colin Williams. I'm sorry. West. That's right. West Coast correspondent yeah. for the uh, the Tripod Broadcasting Network mm-hmm. uh, out in Northern California. Very interesting, though. But this Eric Grinds. Any more thoughts on that matter? Uh, uh, no, not really. It's, but it, it would it will be nice to kind of keep an eye on it because the yeah, that's very interesting setting it. It's it's got to be a weird dance when you're like a, a politician who's in their 30s, right? Yeah. And you've you've done the, maybe the representative thing, or now you're running for a, a, a larger state, uh, you know, appointment or an office. Mm-hmm. It's got to be because ultimately, almost in every politician's mind, they're thinking the ultimate po- the ultimate position, president, yeah, the ultimate, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. sure. 
I mean, I think the only way you wouldn't is if you were super into one of the other branches. And then, or, of course, you'd be like Supreme Court judge or or whatever. Or you're but, just super into local politics and making a local difference. And Yeah. But if you have any aspirations of power at all, you want that, the Oval Office. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting watching somebody kind of set the chessboard or try to set the chessboard in their favor. Yeah. In order to make that outcome, you know, possible. Yeah. I'm just, I pulled up his issues page here. It seems vague. As he say, he's, he's, is he pro or is he pro-family or anti-family? <laughs> so it's funny you should mention that. Real quick, welcome to give that some thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had our West Coast correspondent there, and I do apologize. Um, so why apologize? That well, didn't great. quite get I mean, to kick off the, the the show. He called right at the, I mean, I just posted that yeah. on, on Instagram. Yeah. Because um, they unveiled this new thing where you do stories, and it stays there for 24 hours. And they're trying to be Snapchat and whatever. Okay. Anyways, I, so I, I just screwed around. I'm like, okay, we're getting ready to do this. Like, why not? And then I guess he saw it and called in, which is hilarious. But anyways, welcome to Give That Some Thought, Tripod Broadcasting's flagship show. Mm, I'm Addison. Here we are. Uh, that's Matt. Uh, joining us from the West Coast was our uh, you know, our West Coast correspondent out there, Colin Williams, taking care of himself. Um, no, so uh, today was, as Colin mentioned, mm-hmm. the primary day here in Missouri. Yeah, yeah. I didn't plan on voting. I'll say that. Uh-huh. I, I mean, I was, it doesn't matter pri- prim- that much to me. I mean, whatever. Um and and there's no libertarian ballot, and there's no real way to make a voice for libertarians. Like I mean, there is, but it it, it's, it takes time. It's, it's, it's a take long, work. big process. Yeah. yeah. And and I'm more. I mean, I'll be honest with my work schedule and family and kids. Like I, I I've researched the presidential candidates and made my decision there, and I will I will continue to support and, and encourage people that in that direction. And that's kind of all I do. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's shame, but it is the way it is. That being said, so I went to get my oil changed today, and uh, on the way back from the oil change, it's right down the street from my house, the church where I always vote at, where I voted last time, and, and I actually remember I, when I pulled in, it, it actually, I was like, oh yeah, because this is the place where I campaigned for Todd Aiken, mm-hmm. um, despite his, his uh, because ev- even despite the, his massive buffoonery, lit- he was still way better than McCaskill. Yeah. And that was wow. kind of my, that was literally... Even when I was supporting him, that was kind of my thing because you know, they were like, but he said that. What an idiot. And I'm like, yes. Who's better than McCaskill? <laughs> From, like, that was, I was kind of like, yeah, he's he's an idiot. But, you know. Anyway, anyhow, so I pulled in. I'd rather have the idiot with morons. I'd rather have the idi- idiot with moronic convictions he hasn't thought through. Yeah. Th- than, than, than the obvious criminal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wait, so we're voting for Trump, or what? Yeah. What did we decide here? Yeah, <laughs> no. So, so I pulled in because I'm like, oh yeah, it's primary day, and I, yeah. I and we actually moved recently. I didn't get my card at the place, so I'm like, well, I don't have my voter card, but maybe this is where I always vote. And we moved right up the street from where we, so I'm like, well, maybe I'll be good. Pulled in, and uh, I go there. They go to the iPads and they scan my thing and everything. And I'm like, yeah, my address is like, and they're like, oh, wait a second, your your address is different. I could have just said, I could have just been like, yeah, cool. And, and Connie voted, but they're like, oh, your address is different. I'm like, yeah, they're like, go over here, change it. So I voted. Mm-hmm. And you're not mad. This is exactly what I did. I, <laughs> I give you the paper ballot. And I sit down in the, uh, 
in the in the booth and in St. Charles in St. Charles County it's all it's at ta- it's just round tables at least at this church and there's just like there's like three sort of cardboard partitions set up at the table so three people can be voting there yeah, at once. Yeah. It's not much privacy. One super fat lady sat down across from me while I was voting and it was like and I was like I'm trying to vote here. Yeah. <laughs> but well. it, but so I sat down and I literally pulled out my phone <laughs> and I I took a picture of the empty ballot and I sent it to a group thread I have on Telegram with my friend. I just sent that. Yeah. And I'm like, so what am I doing here, guys? Because <laughs> I haven't researched. Like, there's four. And I chose the Republican one because I'm like, I guess they sort of represent me more probably than the Democrats do. Whatever. And so I'm like, what am I doing here, guys? I don't know. And then and then I literally just and then I just had a conversation with them. And they're like, well, yeah, so and so is this. And and uh, you really want that because they're this guy's this. And I'm like, oh, OK. And then I filled in the boxes, which is funny because when he mentioned this name, I was like, did I vote for him? <laughs> because, um, yeah, but and that's how I voted. Democracy in action, Matt. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's how it's done. <laughs> That is the American dream. A, a, a totally clueless buffoon yeah. voting on a whim. Yeah. And not and, and, and then turning to what other people's opinions uh, are yeah, exactly. in order to make a decision. Well it's 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 beautiful. It's it's You want to talk about Silicon Valley though. That's it's that's democracy right there. It warms the cockles of my heart. Like right now a bald eagle is flying over my heart as fireworks shoot off in the background and then Toby Keith is starting jet, to set. Toby Keith is playing his Strumming his guitar and and jets are flying by in formation. That's right. You know, while somebody burns money and you know, uh, you know, enslaves black people in the background. It's awesome, <laughs> America. No, so actually, here's an idea, Matt. Uh huh. Silicon Valley. Yeah. We have Snapchat. We have Instagram. We have all these different things. Mm-hmm. Here's an app. Okay. That you pull up when you're in the voting booth, mm-hmm. and you can literally you can choose. Whether to say so and now, and I remember a couple of years ago when smartphones were first getting popular, people were saying that it was illegal. A lot of people were posting pictures of their ballot on like their Instagram and stuff like that. And yeah, people yeah. were saying, "Oh, that's illegal in some municipalities," and maybe it is for whatever reason. And who cares? Great. But so, so there's two sections of the app. I can go to my friends whom I've added, like you or whoever else, and I can say, "Okay, I'm in the voting booth." And I can look and, okay, you voted for Gary Johnson for president and so-and-so for this and so-and-so for that. Mm -hmm. And I can say, okay, I really trust Matt. And it'll tell me what percentage of my friends voted for whatever. Or... I can choose by area because it because it has it, it's got GPS enabled. Mm-hmm. So I can choose by my area and of all the people that voted here, well let's see, those that voted that are between eighteen and twenty five, um vote, this many percentage voted for Donald Trump and this and I can look at all that in the voting booth. All based on information that we provided. Boom. There's your next billion dollar idea. You're welcome, America. Let's take the company public and retire out this bitch, Matt. Well, okay, you're you're forgetting one very crucial, very 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 What's crucial that? element in this whole scheme and this whole idea for an app. Yeah. Um, and you're 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 not remembering that you're you're overestimating the amount of of attention and care <laughs> craps that people care and and how much they care about voting. Like, yeah. He, it'd be a great. It would be be a beautiful app, a great app, and would have fifteen hundred downloads. <laughs> You don't think really with all the hype with the and the, all those downloads would be like 
aides who work for the DNC and the and the GOP. Right. So they can get and they're like, oh look, so they, they voted. Yeah. So they can get better numbers at, at polling places and stuff like that. Right. Well And they can they can see on election day that but that's what it does. It it it's made to, it's so it that crowdsources Democrat, the exit Democratic polls. It's like the, it's like an online exit poll. But see it but see maybe it it makes it so that they can look on their smartphones instead of doing an exit poll and be like, oh okay, we need to shuttle all these black people over to the here <laughs> so they can vote Democrat in this other district, in this precinct, yeah. right? Because yeah, basically, it, it means on. It, if you so have that a political sort of tech, strategy app as well, if you have that sort of technology available, it's <laughs> like it's like on the fly gerrymandering. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like gerrymandering districts. Yeah, but you have to do that ahead of time, right? But with this, you can you do can it gerrymander on the fly. That's right. You're welcome, America. <clears throat> I'm glad. I'm glad on, on this on this show we can take. Uh, um, um, voter fraud and voter suppression to the next level. <laughs> I just I want to say to Hillary, get on our level, bitch. Right, exactly. Because like, we've got it. You made think over you here. could rig elections? Okay, you have no, no. Doesn't even come close to us. Right, that's right. <laughs> our pipe dreams and hypotheticals are way past your actuals. Right. I don't know, Matt. I'll, so, and you, you mentioned Hillary. I, I'm not going to talk about Hillary, but this is sort of the broader concept that I was yeah. talking to you about earlier that mm-hmm. I talked to my wife about that has really been in my head, okay? And that's what this show is about, right? Give Getting in your thought. head? Yeah, nope. it is. It's true. <laughs> we pretty much just talk about whatever's on our minds, right? And mm-hmm. this is what's been on my mind for yeah. a week. I listened to the show last week, and I actually did a lot of thinking, and I told you about that. That email, <clears throat> and if you haven't listened or if you're listening to this episode and forgot, I recommend going back and just listening to the very end. Or if you maybe this is the first episode of ours that you've listened to, I recommend that you go back to last episode and listen to this. Because I, I feel like I made light of it real quick, and I was like, right. oh, you know. Because, well, in your teleportation comment, I think maybe maybe took took – some seriousness out of like that email that you read. Matt read one which of the is, emails, which is a, a very good tactic that they use in the mainstream media. Is well, you, right, yeah. You give them all this great information and then throw a joke in at the very end, and they ha 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 laugh at the joke. Yeah, and then they forget all the information. Yeah, that's what John Stewart was so good at doing. Yeah, you know. Well, I would. I and so I was kind of thinking about that, and I think I think I heard the story again because my wife listened to it like the next day or something, and and uh, and I got to thinking, and I was like. This this is how it is, right? Yep. Like like uh, you know, Hillary had to ask the Rothschild beg beg forgiveness from the Rothschild just because she needed Tony Blair for state business. Okay, that yeah. that happened. Yeah. Okay, there's a factual record of that, uh-huh. and and it's just it just kind of settles in that like this is this is how it is, you know. And and there's a lot of there's a whole lot of negativity, and I've been especially in my own home and with my wife and stuff like all we've talked about, we haven't had a lot of time. She's rehearsing a show, her dream show, and I'm working a lot and it's just, it's bananas at my house, but we we don't have a lot of time. And when we do talk, we're talking about this stupid election. Yeah. Like I'm sitting there wasting valuable time with the woman of my dreams, right? The mother of my children mm-hmm. talking about Donald fucking Trump. Yeah. Like seriously, like I don't need to convince my wife. She she knows mm-hmm. she you know she's she's far more intelligent than I am like there's no that I don't need to convince her one way or the other and millions and millions of couples across the country every every night are having four or two or an hour worth of conversation mm-hmm. with each other and what are they talking about news headlines right and I and I and I just started thinking about and that that's and I'm hope, like, that's part of the bigger picture that you have to remember about negativity. media about media from your phone to your TV. To the radio, media is about distraction. It's mm-hmm. about distraction, distracting you from the things that really matter in life, number one. But number two, uh, 
if if the Rothschilds have no whole, whole sway over me, right? As an individual, they have absolutely no sway over me. If I saw one of them on the street, I would not know them from Adam. Right. M- me either. The power they have is in the herd mentality. Yeah. They control the whole. They don't need to control the individual if they control the entire herd. Now, they don't. What I'm basically what the point I'm trying to make is that they don't matter. They don't matter to on me. an individual level. Right. The basis of your life, or and and sub the Rothschilds with you know because you know, maybe you don't buy into that or whatever sure. you do you know but sub the Rothschilds with any of these other things you know the the, the two parties or the mm-hmm. or the systems of control or the media or whatever it's it just yeah it's that's how it is you know and I likened it to I mentioned it earlier and and I wanted to mention it on the program too because you know, I I believe the Bible I've said that before you know it's like when when um, Satan took Jesus on the mountain and showed him the whole world. And said, you can have this. Like, it was that kind of... Because this place is controlled by Satan, yeah. right? Like, everything down here... Lock, whether, stock, and barrel. Whether it's the Rothschilds, Bilderbergs, whatever you want to say, the... Uh, what's the other big the one Jesuits, in America? Or, <laughs> the Jesuits. The Masons. Um, or, or, or whatever. That's that's the, the system of control. It's <laughs> the Germans. The Bohemians. Um, <laughs> the blacks. That's... The Jews. That, yeah. You know. That's the system the of control down here. It is it is built on Satan because because this place is evil, mm-hmm. right? This place is evil. It will always be evil. Yeah. So so cherish the time that you have with your loved ones, and not fo- by not focusing on the negative. You know, cherish the time that you have with your loved ones because the reality is it's not that long. Even if you look at the human, I mean, you know, even the even the scriptures say we're here for a minute and we're gone. And it, I don't know. I don't want to waste all my time talking about Donald Trump. You know, when when my my six month old is getting ready to crawl, you know, yeah. like that's not, I don't know, and that's someone on me, you know, and 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 this program is different, you know, we've set this up in a certain way, and this is a, a platform to talk about certain things, but I don't know, man, it really, in the last week, I've 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 kind of like been like, ugh, like kind of fun because I'm like, boy, it's all just done, you know. I posted a picture on Instagram last night, and it was just the album cover for. Uh, the higher side chats, just the, that logo. Yeah, and I was like, and I just the only thing, the, the, my caption was, uh, "I'm been taking a lot more of the red pill lately." Yeah, because I have been, and and it was, and, and it's. Well, it's you sh- you've you've already taken the red pill. The red pill is simply dissolving inside of your system yeah, right now. There you go, and spreading slowly and surely. It takes a while to is, uh, to dissolve, especially if you've just taken it. Yeah, because you know. Metabolism has to speed up, right? You know? Sure, but you know, to be honest, I don't know. I'm kind of tired of the red pill for a minute, Matt. Like I just this rabbit hole just keeps going and going. Why does it? Why, why are you tired of it? Because you look around, and you see other people like not caring. Yeah, well, that combined with uh, half because because people don't care, and it's kind of like. I'm the idiot here. Like I'm the one making a fool out of myself, saying like, "Don't you understand?" Yeah, you know, and and that kind of clicked too because I had a conversation with my brother because, uh, <laughs> boy, all this keeps going back to Instagram. Maybe that's like the central point. But he liked a photo of mine. He, well, he liked that THC photo, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know if he's familiar or if he liked my caption or whatever. But he he liked it, and it was at like two thirty in the morning, and he liked it. And, I, and a notification popped up, and I'm like, "What is he doing up?" And so I shot him a message. I'm like, what are you doing up? And he sent me a screenshot of Pokemon Go. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, enjoy, enjoy your, uh, your Rothschild Bilderberg <laughs> Pokemon Go life, man. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you can chase ones and zeros 
and and, and just and just just follow the shape right over the cliff. But it's fun chasing ones and zeros. I chase ones and it's, zeros all the time. It's good. It's fun. And and again, that's not a but, bad thing. Whatever. But no, it it can be. It 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 is a bad thing. It's 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 not a positive. Surely, isn't a positive. It's not a positive. It might I be think a neutral. To be said for it might be a neutral as long as you as you. No, I think there's very little. Well, in Pokemon said. Go, at least you're healthy, Matt. There's, so you sit right over there and just turn it into fat. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, yeah, your point? Yeah. yeah. I'm putting on weight for the end of the world. That's the, oh. Yeah, you know? Well, Matt, might I remind you, it's Donald Trump versus Hillary Clinton. So you might want to get yourself an extra donut because who knows it could be we could be like a year or two out now matt yeah well maybe maybe i mean from armageddon trump apocalypse is gonna start rolling right over that hill and yeah you remember my dream matt you remember my dream and my dreams never my dreams always come true Mm -hmm. that's not true i've never had a dream come true my wife has my wife told me before that she dreams things and then they come true really yeah and i've always been envious of people that 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 happens for her, or that say that. There's a possibility that that sort of could be her misremembering the dream, um, or dr- the dream being so vague because a lo- that happens a lot with dreams. You have a dream that is crystal clear when you wake up, yeah, and then an hour later, two hours later, the next day, it's it's vague, yeah, but. But but vague enough that something similar happens to you in real life a week later, and you think, "Oh, I dreamed that." Yeah, but from but what it was I understand, only, it was also only it's your, like a deja vu thing, where it's really like that, or, or oh yeah, or, I dream this. Or there's a certain specific emotion or subcategory of emotion that that dream triggered in you. Then something happened in real life that triggered the same emotion and same feeling that you had in the dream, which then let your mind equated it to the only memory it had, which is an emotional memory. And you f- consider it the same thing. Now, I'm only saying that to preface, to make what I'm about to say seem less weird, but yeah, that totally happens all the time to people. And the people, and it, it, it's not it's not something you can just simply explain away with science, but right. but you can, you can try to quantify it scientifically. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I personally, I believe that, that if, yeah. It probably is premonitions. I don't know. I thought about... I've had a couple of days off here just because of all the sickness and stuff. Mm-hmm. My family's been sick, and that's not a story for the show necessarily. It's boring. We've been sick. I had a couple of days off. But I really oh, thought a- about... Addison's hands have smallpox right now. That's the they, whole point. <laughs> well... You have smallpox hands. It's funny because everybody at work said it. Everybody at work, it was so funny as I was leaving the other day because I had a short shift, and they were like, they're like, just... Just get out of here, please. Like you, yeah. you look, and and as, as I'm like, all right, guys, I'll see. You. And and the one guy, he's like, he's like, yeah, go get your leprosy looked at. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. Anyways, I've been sick, and I thought about I have some cold medicine left, some of that Dextro, mm-hmm. and I really thought about I thought about I mean maybe these are bad thoughts, and perhaps I'm coming to Doctor Matt mm-hmm. in the hopes that you can say this is a good thing, Addison, or a bad thing. Yeah. And to our audience as well, and okay. you're welcome to chime in in the various channels but i thought about and maybe i'll do it tonight i don't know at your recommendation or discouragement but i thought about taking two hits of that dextro Mm -hmm. right two doses basically yeah and a 10 milligram melatonin 
and going to sleep because because Matt Matt it's it's like the it's the th- for me it's the third eye. I know you like your LSD and stuff, mm-hmm. and God bless it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm not hating on that, but when I take cold medicine and or melatonin, it it is just it's like so vivid and so bright. Yeah, and so it's an escape. It's an escape, and I feel like I need that right now. Mm-hmm. I really feel like uh, you probably with the negativity and uh, here's here's the thing with the melatonin. Please, Doctor Matt, why you take why you take when you take the melatonin? Why your dreams are so vivid yeah. and so real is you you consume a lot of caffeine. Uh, what makes you say that? As do I. As does everyone. Me more than and, and most probably. Almost any sort of caffeine. Yeah. Disrupts your sleep cycle, at all. A caffeine in the morning. It, it's gonna it's it's gonna still be in your system, at least in a small amount. It's still gonna at least be in your system at midnight. Okay, so even if it's in a, a small amount, it's still be in your system. Um, and for it's, folks it's, like me, it's that going dose to twice during a day, or seven times during a day. You know, it's twice. It's I'm, going, I'm down to dosing twice. It's about 400 milligrams of dose. So heavy doses, yeah, sure. Yeah, but I I only dose twice. But it's going to uh, it's going to Never disrupt your sleep dose. cycle, and you're not going to be able to fall into the deep sleep, the the rapid eye movement, the or the REM sleep, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when you're uh, when you your brain is actively dreaming. Yeah. So so when you take the melatonin, it, it, it I'm sure it you know pushes me into that, knocks you into the uh, the, the true REM cycle. Yeah. Um. So should I do it tonight, man? Sure. Yeah. Do it every night. <laughs> that's not okay listener chime in because i feel like i don't know maybe maybe discouragement is what i needed but uh but it just it's, it sounds so nice right now i don't yeah. know i don't know being awake being awake and alive matt is not mm-hmm. it's not doing it for me lately i'm not yeah. gonna i'm not gonna kill myself or anything like don't don't you know i'm not depressed but it's just i don't know man it's been like a funk for a week marijuana was sick so that'd probably yeah. help but marijuana disrupts my sleep my sleep cycle my dream cycle Oh yeah. Um, if I if I smoke more, if I smoke six hours or less, eight hours or less before I go to bed, yeah, I usually don't dream. Hmm. It usually has to be a pretty vivid, pretty powerful dream for me to remember it the next day. Number one, but like you know, if I take a hit of weed a couple hours before bed, I won't dream at all. Alcohol, I can go to bed drunk, yeah, and I'll still have dreams. But weed, for some reason. Uh, knocks those dreamings out, and I think dreams are important. They're they're important. Uh, it's a, it's the way the brain uh, categorizes information. Um, I think there might be a correlation between the short term memory loss in stoners and um, and and the fact that 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 weed prohibits dreaming. I think that the dreaming is is essential for short term memory um, and for long term memory too. It's it's the way your brain makes sense of what it encountered during the day and what it's going to encounter. Uh, I think there's a there's a there's a correlation between. Um, I don't I don't I well let me let me just put this flat out there. I'm just going to say it and not and not even ju- try to justify it. But but consciousness is timeless. Okay, our consciousness does does not does not play by the same rules of past, present, future that we do. Our physical bodies do. If you believe in any sort of religion, or or not, you can just you know take the neo spiritualism of the past you know sixty years and and put it in in the light of of that sort of terminology. But but the soul is eternal, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and therefore, the consciousness, the awareness of the soul, which is what the consciousness is. It's, it's the soul becoming aware and realizing that it is something that has needs to figure out what that something is, which is, might be the point of our mortal existence. Um, but the spiritual is, it exists, and um, um, the consciousness is not bound by the temporal, um, and nor is it bound by the physical. So the uh, the premonition uh, dreaming that, that Meredith says she has, yeah, um, yeah, it makes total sense to me in, in, in that regard, in, in that, that the dreamscape uh, doesn't have to play by the rules of past, present, and future. Right. So a, a dream might be something that was 30 years ago, or it might be something that happens tomorrow. Yeah. Um, also, a, a traumas. Uh, if you if you think about time as not being so much linear as as being a a a, a flat circle, perhaps. Um, or or say I rip, mentioned yeah, I'm watching or say rip, right. ripples on a pond. Okay. Yeah. Um, something that happens on far side of the pond will eventually come to affect something that happens on on the opposite side of the pond, okay? Right. Uh, stone tossed in on the edge will affect the center. So if you look at the center as now and past and present as everything around that, perhaps, uh, uh, you know, a traumatic event or something that happened that's significant in somebody's life in the present or, uh, or in the past or the future will affect... Um, and can affect so the future can affect the past. Yeah. Excuse me, but let's not talk about trying time travel because got... <laughs> no, I I full I to- of contradictions. I made up my mind. I wanted this to be a light episode. None of none of the none of the Trump, Hillary, mm-hmm. DNC, the world's being run by evil people. Nonsense. Yeah. I just I just let me take one episode off. <laughs> like I I'm I'm serious. Like it with the week. I don't know. My head's been in a weird space. I just I just. I don't, you know, yeah, world's going to shit, folks. I don't, I don't yeah. I mean, I don't, you know, uh, read, read your Bible or do more drugs. I don't, I just, <laughs> one of the two, <laughs> whatever's going to help you yeah. cope. I don't, I don't, you know, uh, anyway. So the, the metaphorical opiate or the literal opiate doesn't really matter. <laughs> oh, wow, whichever. there you go. I've got a logic bomb off of what you just said, though. Okay. You were talking about the soul, right? And yeah. how And how it is infinite, right? Or eternal. Okay. So... Isn't it weird now? And this this comes from my background of of and believing the Bible, right? Mm-hmm. And if you believe the Bible, so our souls are eternal, right? That's why I believe that's what the Bible teaches, um, and that our spiritual being essentially is mm-hmm. eternal. Why then, or or what then is the reason for having so much? Right, if you if you accept the biblical narrative that that our souls are going to go to a place of eternity, right, whether it's with God or without, mm-hmm. um, why then is that that decision, which seemingly weighs so much? I mean, that's that's an, an eternal resting place for our soul, right? Yeah. So that's it, yeah. right? Like that is that's eternity, <laughs> and the gravity of that. Why is the gravity of that weighed on what we do here in seventy years? It's because and and with our foolish bodies. That want to jerk off and drink Pepsi, you you know what I'm saying? No, yeah. Like, isn't yeah, it weird yeah. that isn't it weird that like here here's an here's an eternal decision that affects your spiritual self's resting place, mm-hmm. and I'm going to put it in the worst decision maker possible. Yeah, somebody that somebody that wants to fucking get high. You understand? Yeah. Like, so please, Doctor. So, 
So Jesus, when he was talking about in the Sermon on the Mount, and, and this is one of the things where I think with the whole heaven and hell thing, we get skewed in our thinking about it, is because we, we, we've been imprinted from a young age with trauma. This trauma-based mind control when it comes to religion. Now, okay. okay? All right. This trauma-based mind control when it comes to religion sure. that was introduced in the 4th, 5th, and 6th centuries by the Catholic Church, that there is oh, with the fiery hell damnation the... awaiting, okay? Yeah. And even so, with, with John Edwards, um, 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 uh, his... Uh, oh, his revivals and all that? His sermon, uh, Sinners in the Hands of an Angry God, right? right? Right, Which made people just... Oh man, they lost their their shiznas in the 18th century, right. 17th or 19th century. Just Might going you say crazy. they filled their pantaloons? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they uh, they they bricked their drawers. Exactly, that's uh, right. To use the 1840s vernacular, um, <laughs> they bricked their britches. Yeah, that's right. They bricked their knickers. Uh huh. There you go. And knickers is more like an Edwardian thing as opposed to a Victorian thing. Oh, okay. But whatever, Sorry. it's Either fine. Way. It's fine. Uh, so, no, so so so. Uh, the whole heaven and hell, right? Constantly. Heaven being this this golden city, yeah. Um, streets of gold, streets of gold, and all this other chicken thing. in every pot. Well, okay, maybe that was just John We're all driving Corvettes. That was John tripping out on mushrooms. That that anyway and on Patmos. Uh, but you have uh, this this passage in the Sermon on the Mount when Jesus is talking about Sheol, right? He's talking about the grave. Okay, mm-hmm. we're, we're basically he's talking about how how sinners, the people who don't accept his message, will be cast out into utter darkness into Sheol. Right? Well, the words he's using there specifically describe um, refuse. And what he's what he the word picture he's painting there, which is the refuse pile that would be out of outside of every town where they would put things, basically the trash dump outside right. of every town, right. which is what Shio refers to. Like there was no word for hell to the ancient Hebrews, so they used the word Shio, which was their word for refuse pile outside of town, right. where the dead things go. The old compost pile, right. Mm-hmm. So when we die, if we bad, we're bad and naughty. We haven't learned what we need to learn here on earth. We haven't done what we need to do here on earth. Then what happens to us? We die. Our bodies become worms' food, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Shio. That's what hell, our hell mythology that we have in Christianity, or the hell mythology that some people have in Christianity, mm-hmm. is is literally tied back to when you die. If you are going to hell, it's just like being a dead thing in a refuse pile. You're you you're recycled. Okay, you're you're maybe recycled is not the best word because I'm not talking about reincarnation here. Right. But what I'm talking Dumped about is landfill. the death of the soul and your body, what you were, everything that 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 made up you, the house of your soul and your your soul is mm. is, is gone. It's, it's dead. Is is it's 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 finished, and ultimately everything that you were was just rotting compost but what about they should be cast into a lake of fire and i go to prepare a place for you well the i go to prepare a place for you would be referring to perhaps uh you know if you were good right if you accepted the message if you you found out and, and did everything you were supposed to do the lake of fire though is not something that uh that i was thinking about so that's an interesting you know because I know, I know there is that you, you were talking. I believe that's Jesus that was talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah, yeah, Sheol, yeah, and um, but even if I'm not mistaken, doesn't he doesn't he always refer to it as death and Sheol? Yeah, yeah, death in the grave. Yeah, okay. See, that seems a bit repetitive. Like maybe. it's almost like Sheol is maybe another 
concept or another dimension of because it's almost like saying death and death. Yeah. Or you know, I don't know, but I don't know Hebrew. So, um, but uh, yeah, what about I go to prepare? So, what is or do you have any thoughts on? Well, on, I've I've already explained a little bit what I kind of understand the whole mythology of the Bible and the whole hypothetical, well, not hypothetical, but the, the theology of the Bible. Got ourselves a part-time Gnostic Christian the, over here, folks. The, the word picture that, that the New Testament is trying to paint about um, heaven, uh, it's the the place that's prepared for us is, is right, we're, we're going back to the throne room of heaven to worship at the Father, right? We're going to... Right, because I sit at the right hand of the Father too. So there can't be no, there can't not be a heaven, man. Well, you, I mean, you take that literally. That's I, where Jesus is hanging out I'm, right now. I'm sitting at the right hand of the Father. Is 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 synonymous with with I'm, I am the Father. I am um, an extension of the Father. Right, the Father's right hand. I mean, it's simply an extension. Yeah. Of that sitting being at the right hand of God. Yeah. Well, but then also. But then, but then also, but then the disciples also asked him for that special place, mm-hmm. which would almost indicate because remember when Matthew wrote at the very end of Matthew, he said, "If I wrote everything that he did, all the books in the world would not contain it." Mm-hmm. So we know that he we know that he did and said other things to his disciples all yeah. the time, right? These are just the things that they or that the you know that they the authors wrote down. So maybe because the, and then there's the parable about when they came to Jesus or or he's like, "What are you fighting about?" And they were like, "Oh, we're, tr- we're you know, one of us wants to sit next to you in paradise." Yeah. You know, and and he's like, "That's not my place to give." Yeah. Right? So there must be something like this paradise idea or this this but but, but the, uh, that doesn't that I mean, you're taking that as it that's denoting some sort of status, right? Well, they that's what they thought it meant. Yeah. I think Jesus is saying that that's not something that I can give is saying oh, that that's thing? not something that doesn't even exist. So Oh, that's well, that's, that's that's my thought on it. Okay. Honest, honest, yeah. Honestly, what I think uh you 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 know, if uh I think the only answer, Matt, is I have to shoot you. Uh-huh. And then and then when you slip away, you have to come back, haunt me and the listeners uh-huh. and tell us what you know, what you see. Then we'll do an interview from the beyond. That's probably never been done on a podcast before. Interview from the beyond. Well, we'd have to get some some powerful magic in play. We'd have to create <laughs> totems and 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 uh, we'd have we basically have to hit create horcruxes, something to keep my soul tied to this Astral plane. Uh-huh. I tell Meredith to explain to you what a Horcrux is. It's <laughs> it's Harry Potter bullshit. Anyway, you know she told me. So I guess a new Harry Potter book came out this week. I don't. Did it? I don't. That's kind I of a know. question. I don't. I don't. I think I, I saw a bunch of people, and there was a Snapchat filter that mm-hmm. that this, you would put a lightning bolt on your head. Okay. So there was something. Oh yeah, no, I uh, no, I did hear about that. It's Harry Potter and the Midlife Crisis, <laughs> like. <laughs> Turns turns out turns out when they're once they get to their thirties, like uh, he cheats on uh, on Ginny Weasley. Uh-huh. Uh, him and Hermione totally get get it on and run off. Oh, together, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Things are really afoot yep. there with the Potter children. Yep. Um, I'd rather go back to the boxcar children. Um, no, yeah, I guess there was a new book that I I don't know. I remember that one day on Facebook. <laughs> I I just remember scrolling and everyone was posting about the same thing. And I think it was Harry Potter. But uh, it was funny because I mentioned to my wife, I'm like, oh, aren't you 
Isn't that, aren't you into that? <laughs> like, just like, oh, this is, you're excited about this. And she's like, she's like, no, I never got into that. Oh, really? Yeah, she's I, like, I, I read like uh, two of the books trying to get into it and uh wasn't my cup of tea. See, that's my, that's my fault. I, I equate, I equate like Doctor Who and Harry Potter. Oh, God. Doctor Who is the worst. And Marvel DC people. Like, <laughs> I put them all in the same category. Like, if you, if you're really into any of those things. Yeah. You're like, into just, one of the others. You're probably into all one, three. Probably three. Yeah. yeah, and probably have some sort of shady criminal background too. You're, you're probably not a very good member of society. Oh, well, I wonder what my wife's shady criminal background is. Because she sure is into that Doctor Who stuff. Yeah. I tell you, man. And I, I... it's 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 ridiculous. The people who have no like. Eye for production value. It really is, you know. Well, like, come it, on, Doctor Who. I'm tired of the cardboard criminals, <laughs> the cardboard aliens. Give just you, give I'm, me one CGI. Alien. A makeup department. Come on. It's 2016. Yeah. For How Pete's about sake. some prosthetics? Okay. Right. You could you could literally have college interns do this, and it would be part of their internship. Yeah. And they they yeah. would make you better aliens mm-hmm. than than you've got. Yeah. But uh, no. And so the funny thing is, though, everybody that's into Doctor Who. That you raise that point with, because me and you, we look at it, and we're like, "What is? Well, yeah. What is this?" Yeah, and, and they're all like, "Oh, but that's that's part. That's why it's so good." And yeah, I'm like, that's part of it. No, mm-hmm. no, it's not. Like you don't, I don't, I don't pick up dog crap and put it on top of my lasagna. And then when people ask why there's dog crap on it, say, "Oh, that's what makes the lasagna so good." Mm-hmm. It's avant garde. No, mm-hmm. no, it doesn't. Lasagna is supposed to be good lasagna, good, well produced, well written, dramatic lasagna. Mm-hmm. You're welcome, America. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, yeah, special effects like the ricotta cheese. <laughs> That's right of the of the lasagna. Yeah. Uh, uh, that aside, um, where were we? Were we on anything? My personal, particular? my personal opinion mm-hmm. of it is at death. Mm-hmm. Um, a person who has discovered the truth. Um. There's no I don't, is, I don't I don't think there is any sort of salvation moment. I think there are people who who uh slowly come to understand the truth. Jesus said himself, the way is narrow and few there are that find the path to eternal life. The truth is yeah. always in the minority. The truth, you know, that's been in the, the forefront truth, of my mind for about 6 months. The now, truth too. is always in the minority. But, the truth is always hidden. The truth is always occulted. Always. It's always hidden behind something else. We're always given a, a facade of almost truth, close enough to the truth that we think it might that we that we will wholeheartedly believe it to be, but it's not. There's something fundamentally wrong about it mm-hmm. that makes it the not truth. Yeah, especially since we've had two thousand years of 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 and more heresy and distortion. Uh, it's every every religious ideology in the world has been has been twisted and bastardized, every single one, and they're all off of what they were originally intended to be. Yeah. Um. So I, I think I think that the um, if there's any sort of uh, salvation moment, it probably occurs at death, and it probably um, or in the you know the the the, the time between the bo- the death of the body and the death of of the consciousness. And I think that the death of the consciousness, if if that consciousness uh, knew and understand and strove after the truth, I think that uh, that consciousness is returning to God, returning to the thing it came from. God made us in His image. What does that mean? It doesn't mean that we he has ten God toes has and ten and fingers and a, and, a, and a nose, right? right? It doesn't mean that. Mm-hmm. It means something else, something that's unique to us, 
Um, angels could be made to look like men, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yet they envy us of something that, that we have that they don't. And the Bible doesn't say that they were made in God's image. They said they were made to serve a purpose. Um, so of everything that exists in the universe, we're the only thing that was, quote-unquote, made in his image. Yeah. So what does that specifically mean? I think that that means that our soul consciousness, whatever you want to equate it to it, is a minuscule part of God. We're not gods. There's nothing in us that's that's godly or holy or anything you like that. You hear that, Mormons? Okay. But <laughs> but there is a returning and our ultimate cycle of existence is we're 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 given consciousness and the ability to to be autonomous Think by reason, make choices, yeah. By God. And then eventually we return to that God. And maybe reincarnation fits into that. Maybe reincarnation is just the soul just completing the cycle, staying on that exit ramp forever until finally it gets it and goes on back to where it returned from. Hmm. And maybe I don't that's know, the whole man. point. Reincarnation, of the, though, I don't know. But 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 why 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 do you say I don't know about reincarnation? Well, like how much how much how much brain power have you given it? Honestly. <laughs> A fair, I mean, I guess, you know, some, but, and, but here's, the, here's, the, here's the, my, here's well, my instant gut, hmm, right? Here's my instant gut, I don't know about it. Okay. It doesn't make sense that if there were two options upon death, mm-hmm. you know, separate, as I've told you that I believe separation with God or, or completely separated from God or completely back with God, mm-hmm. right? That's heaven and hell in whatever physical forms those might be. Um, but if there were two options upon death, why would there be an option to redo it? What would be the option to redo it? Why would God ever give anybody a second chance? Or their consciousness, or their soul? Well, doesn't he already do that? Through the through this cycle of atonement and forgiveness and sanctification? Yes, but why would there be... Like, how many times do you want to reject? You know what I mean? I don't think, I don't think it's necessarily you're consciously, oh... Uh, you die, and all of a sudden oh, you're, used in, to be you're a in a white room, okay, and you're like, right. "Okay, I, I'm, I'm, I'm rejecting this and going back." Right. right? I'm uh, going back to George Clooney. Still don't believe. Yeah. Right. I'm going back to get laid more this time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. But I also, I also think, I also think that it's, it's part of the consciousness, the individual realizing that they are nothing more than a part of a greater whole, and it's the death of the individualism, the death of the individual. The death of I am me and I matter and I am, I am, I am, I am God. Yeah. Which is what I think Christian is at the root of this this heaven theology in Christianity. I am God. One day I will go to heaven and I will rule and I will be just I, – I will live in the awesome might, might power of, of, of God's With throne God's, room. Yeah. Okay? And everything will be That's as I want That's only if you put enough scripture verses on Instagram on Sundays, man. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, I tell you, man, scrolling Instagram on Sundays. It's like, oh, ha- look at that. Everybody's into Jesus. And then something. Hashtag KGVSUN. <laughs> middle <laughs> middle of the week, though, there's plenty of pictures of margaritas and football games. But <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so, hmm. I think that, that, that maybe our biggest, maybe sin is ego. Maybe sin is self. The the worship is of God is of, of of self as God, right? So so or put well putting yourself above God. Yeah, which is, I think there's even scriptural I, evidence for that because that's what he cast the right? angel out for idolatry. So I think yeah. that, that that idolatry of self, that ego, 
yeah. is realizing that you aren't an, an individual. You are part of a greater whole, and you are only a piece. Um, you are you are one, but you, your oneness doesn't matter at all unless it's part of a larger whole. Mm-hmm. The guy, the, your creator, right? Yeah. So, so perhaps the cycle of reincarnation is then you reincarnate until you understand the death of the ego and the death of self, and that you matter not at all. You matter not at all. Mm-hmm. Um. And then, and in that understanding that you matter not at all, and it is the whole that matters. Therefore, what selfless. What about Black Lives Matter? Therefore, selflessness and 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 altruism yeah. take root in your life, and that's that's the sphere around which your life revolves is is selflessness, humility, altruism, um, and then p- perhaps that's when your soul has reached a level of sanctification that it can then return to God. Yeah. All of this, all of this would have gotten me killed ten minutes ago uh, if we if we lived even two hundred years ago. Yeah. But it's 2016, Matt. Donald yeah. Trump's running for president. And there are enough you can crazy, stupid, weird theories on the or internet illogical. that I'm just I'm just one in a den. You're just one more. I'm That's not even that weird, to be honest. Voice crying in the wilderness. Saying how is flat hey, Earth guys, theory doing, Matt? Is it alive and well? Flat, Not with you, but I mean in general. Flat Earth theory is is having a re- is right in the middle of a renaissance. Okay, good. Uh, the flat Earth theory good to has hear. never been good stronger. To hear. Yeah, it's never been flatter. Um, <laughs> it has never been ridiculous. more disc shaped. Uh, right. Flat Earth theory is ridiculous. Number one, because the whole the Earth was ancient people used to believe the Earth was flat. Yeah. Um, is an ideology that sprang up in the 16th and 17th century. Yeah, uh, mostly as a when way you couldn't see past the next cornfield. But that's also, why we thought remember, the earth was flat. Remember, that's at the at, right after the Renaissance itself. That's right after like the height of enlightenment, and you have right. all this philosophical thinking. And so you're wanting cre- to create space between you and what the people 100 years before you thought. Yeah. So in order to it's flatter theory developed out of a straw man argument. Point somebody pointing at people a hundred years ago and saying, "Look how stupid they were. They thought the Earth was flat. Look how much better my argument is." That, yeah. that blah 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 blah. Existentialism, like you know, ninety five thesis. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so as as a way to as a way to ridicule the people who you know just 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 like uh, just like now Neil deGrasse Tyson will talk about how ridiculous it was that uh, you know Einstein believed in a cosmological constant. Okay, all this other stuff, and and then use that to to then in the next breath talk about you know anyway uh, <clears throat> to talk about Neil deGrasse Tyson stuff. He's he he's become the he's become the new scientific trump card, and it worries me. Uh, anyway, what was I talking about again? <laughs> uh, well, we were talking. You said you would get stoned or you would get killed for that even two hundred years ago. And we were talking about theories oh, on the internet. Oh, flat, flat and then that's theory. I said flat, flat earth theory. theory. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, right. The ancient Phoenicians yeah. knew the world was round, and they left records behind telling us as much. The Egyptians knew the world was round. Right. Right. The the Inca people knew the world was round. Christopher Columbus knew the world was round. Yeah. Everybody knew the world was round. It is a folk tale that we've 
told our we've only been tra- starting to tell ourselves in the past 100 years to make us all believe that ancient peoples were so uncivilized and they you know they <laughs> they, they thought w- the earth was flat yeah they were so, yeah. oh they're so stupid look how far we've come well no the, the, the <laughs> degradation happens all all over the place and species don't tend to get better over time they our species advances its technology over time but as a whole on the average we're less smart than we were 500 years ago we're less smart than they when we were 2000 years now we what based on ago. what are you saying like on IQ, in terms of iq or like I, I would say in terms of IQ, sure. I would also say in terms of, of understanding the world around us. Listen, uh, philosophy... Why? We build things such as the elevator, man. Oh, so the fuck what? <laughs> All right. Well, I rather fancy not having to take flights of stairs when I go into we've a been, tall building. We've been, talk, we've been talking about uh, about uh, um, God for the past 30 minutes. Yeah. Has an ele- elevator ever answered any of your existential questions about God? Depends on the elevator. About the nature of the universe? Okay, so... It poses existential questions. For example, if you step into ones that don't have a 13th floor. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, 2,500 years ago, yeah, uh, the Greeks um, uh, brought about the height of intellectualism. Mm-hmm. The smartest, most intellectual culture that has ever existed. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty much gone downhill from then. Um, and even they weren't the smartest or... You know, uh, in all of history. Yeah. Um. I think if you look at it, but see, sidebar. Ed, 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 can, can, can we make this the pyramid today? Can we make pyramids today? No. Could we make the pyramid the way it is? could be constructed? Construct no. an identical pyramid out of stone the way it is today? No, we can't. Can't do it. Don't have aliens the did that, Matt. We know that. <laughs> but anyways, sidebar. Here's an interesting thought, though. But if somebody, if somebody, let's say, was even just in terms of philosophy, right, mm-hmm. or human thought or whatever, mm-hmm. was sort of putting these things out there or 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 had the mind for it today. A, here's here's two things. A, they either wouldn't be online, okay, mm-hmm. because they're smarter than that, and why would you be a part of that shit stream? Because screens or, make you dumb. Screens make you dumb. Yeah, or B, if they were, we would be like, uh, yeah, okay, and what did Kim Kardashian do today? Yeah. Like I'm not, I don't want to listen to his existential ramblings when I could, you know, go look at Donald Trump's Twitter feed. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, it, you wouldn't even know it. Yeah, he would be drowned in a sea of voices. Absolutely right. Which is part of the part of the point of the internet is to drown everything in a sea of of shit. To <laughs> to to take just like my dream, Matt. To take anybody who's trying to throw gold nuggets in the pool and have them just drowned in a sea of shit. Mm. Right, I know that that you know, it's like me blaming ducks for how bad I suck at analogies, but it's a terrible analogy. Throwing throwing gold nuggets in a pool that's full of shit. what? Anyway, but the internet is it's a fantastic analogy. Man. One one of the the best things I think that that the people, the powers that be, um, one of the, their favorite things about the internet is is that it doesn't matter who is out there yelling. Well, the, see, I don't think originally yelling it was. the truth. You know, because the military application and then Tim Berners-Lee sort of invented what we know as the World Wide Web and all this stuff. Yeah. And then I think at a certain point, truly at a certain point, I think things like, um, I think uh, I think AOL was probably was probably the first one that caught sort of the 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 eye of maybe the 
you know, the media or the culture sort of con- controlling interest. Mm-hmm. Um, but they probably, uh, you know, because there were there was uh, AOL Instant Messenger, AIM, and everybody would hop on, and there were different AIM chat rooms, and you could, mm-hmm. could go to one to talk about, you know, the St. Louis Cardinals or, you know, poodles or whatever. And then and then I th- and then I think people didn't realize, or sort of the powers that be, it was like, oh, hold on a second here. There is a massive amount of information that stands to be controlled and manipulated, and I think now, like with some, with something like Facebook, like that is that is totally one hundred percent. And don't tell me for one second it's not. Don't tell me for one second it's not because because the United States government wouldn't let Zuck do something like that, yeah. like without without their finger in the pie. Like there's no that's not that's not how things work, folks. Yeah, that's not how bureaucracies work. Um, by the way, I saw a headline that the FBI is putting together t- completely without, uh, you know, without a court order, without a, it's not a public, uh, you know, we don't, it's not a public, oh, we're doing this. Uh, but they're putting together an official recognition database that is massive. And it's, it's going to be, it's going to be so freaking easy with, a, with, a, I mean, there's a camera on, I don't know, every corner in this county now, yeah. number one. Number two, um, Almost all phones have the ability to have your face unlock it by by your thing looking at it. So that's another way. Another way is so the Galaxy Note S7 or the Galaxy Note 7, excuse me, was announced today. Okay, uh, Samsung's seventh, I guess, uh, Galaxy Note. It's a giant phone and all this, and it has the pen that does all these nifty things, Matt, and all that. Well, one thing that is actually new, brand new, hasn't been on a phone yet, is it has. Excuse me. It has an iris scanner, so you can unlock it and lock certain things on it. And you know, if you're putting in your password in, in the Google Play Store to pay for something or whatever, you can use your iris as the password now. Like it'll scan your eyeball. Like I was like, I was like, really? <laughs> Don't tell me for one second the government doesn't have their finger in that pie. They have to. They have sure. to. Sure. There's no way. Why wouldn't they? Anyways, I'm starting to go down that depressing road again. You got to keep me from going there, Matt. You gotta, oh, was. What, was like, it, what was I talking about it's again? Like self help and you, therapy. You, you, you detracted me. You detracted oh, me from what oh, I was saying. The Greeks and the the philosophy, and I because I oh. started saying if yeah. somebody was saying those sorts of things or even having that type of thought, would we even know it? Yeah, we wouldn't because it's it's lost in a sea of mediocrity. Right. Right. Because right. um, everybody has a voice. Yeah. <laughs> Not everyone should have a voice. Mm-hmm. Only people, we should. Some people should be shut up. Some people shouldn't have the platform to say what they have to say because what they have to say is stupid. Um, that being and said, God bless America. Give that some thought. dot com. Right. Uh, forward slash. Give that some thought. Uh, you can meet us on the Facebooks. Uh, Facebook dot com slash. Give that some thought. Twitter dot com slash. Give thought show. Uh, we're both on Telegram. That's a direct line, ladies and gentlemen. Again, uh, any reviews that you send? in? Telegram is the red in? phone of of <laughs> this show. That's right. That's you get right. you get on there. Uh, uh-huh. You get a direct line to us. It's like the phone on the president's desk. Yep, that's right. That that the president will answer, that but the Putin vice the answer. vice president, yeah. the vice president, myself, would simply just let it ring. Right, and that's what I do. <laughs> so, you, well, you, obviously, because the only reason you'd be in the Oval Office is like if I'm on out, of t- out of town on state business. Yeah, like you're in the Oval Office, like in your boxer shorts, mm-hmm. being like, "President's not here." Yeah, red phone rings. You're like, oh, "They could be Putin." Definitely not answering that. Yeah, <laughs> back to business here. <laughs> you come back. Um, Why is there peanut butter smeared all over my desk? Right. Again, Matt with the peanut butter. Yeah. Come on, man. 
<clears throat> I conduct state business in here, don't you realize? God, why don't you keep your peanut butter in the green room? <laughs> I do other things in the green room. The green room is not for peanut butter. <laughs> That's right. I told you I keep it color coordinated, okay? <laughs> can you imagine can you imagine our presidency, man? Uh yeah, I can. Actually, and I see a smile on your face. Might I venture to guess that the smile is because, you know, the bit we we're just talking about where I'm president and you're vice president. Yeah. You know that's definitely how it would be. Not in terms of competence at all. Uh-huh. Okay, let me let me say beforehand. Sure. But because the vice president doesn't have to do dick all. Okay, that's why. Well, he has to smile and he has to nod and he has to <laughs> okay, shake hands. Okay, good point. Maybe you wouldn't be the vice president. <laughs> yeah, he's got to shake hands and he's got to give stump speeches for the president that no one watches. That's right. Uh, but for the most part, no, he just sits around waiting to be back up. Yeah, uh, hangs know, out. If I catch a bullet, you got to step in. Maybe occasionally, once or twice per term, he he, he casts a tying vote Says in the Senate. Says something at a dinner. You know. Yeah. Uh, but for the most part, but basically he, just, he just flies around on Marine One and chills, mm-hmm. and has uh, has access to those sweet, sweet state secrets. That's right. Those redacted <laughs> and those classified and above top secret documents. Can you imagine? That'd be like the first thing. Like we 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 went in the presidency, we slide yeah. in. They're like, okay, guys, first day. Um, you know the, the the president's there getting ready to. You know he's cleaning up. Uh, just before we start, I just. Could you just send an aid for all the files on the Montauk Chronicles? Yeah, I exactly. Like that. They're like, no, we want to show you, uh, you know, so this is how the White House works. No, 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 no. Everything you have on MK Ultra right now. Do you understand me? Uh, Mr. Vice President, if you could just give us a moment with the president. We need to talk to him about, uh, about no, state secrets. No. And, Tell me what's in Antarctica. There's, <laughs> we need to talk to him about the nuclear codes. Is the Yeti real? <laughs> That's... <laughs> That's demanding all these things. Day one out of the gate. <laughs> Yeti, Yeti is not real. No. Mr. President, we'd like to tell you about... Uh, so th- this is how Air Force One works. Uh, why can't you believe it's not butter? Matt, will you shut up, please? I have state business to do. Will you let me run the company, Dwight? Will you let me run the company? Will you? Uh, uh, that is one of the best the merger when they merge together fantastic I told you to fire Tony now fire Andy fire Andy (laughs) that is probably the best advice you have given me Dwight anyhow where were we we were closing out the show were we oh wow yeah hour and ten I do have one story and it's not it's not serious and and negative it's a feel good story For us, it is. Okay. I'll right. say that. We'll, we'll close it out with this. We will. This is from The Guardian. Guardian.com. <laughs> Here's the headline. Albuquerque boy arrested for burping must digest suspension. Court rules. A federal appeals court has upheld the petty misdemeanor arrest of an Albuquerque student accused of repeatedly disrupting his middle school class with loud burps. Like I said, for us, for yeah. us, it's a feel-good story, and I got to right. be honest, it's good to know, Matt. And all the as I was flipping through Facebook and all this stuff, there's Trump, there's all this other, you know, negative nonsense. It's good to see that the world is is as it should be, right? Kids are kids are burping in their middle school classes. God bless America. And getting arrested for it. At, 
This it would. I'm I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No, I'm just Addison. I'm just saying. Uh, it would be a lot easier, a lot simpler if you know teachers could just hit kids. Because if a teacher could just hit the kid, you know he would stop burping, smack him a good one on the back of the head, you know, be like, "Stop it, Jeffrey! I'm tired of your shit. You need to stop it, okay?" Nobody thinks it's funny. Becky doesn't think it thinks it's funny. In fact, she thinks you're gross. You're not impressing her at all right now, okay? Dumb, dumb kids. Anyway, how are you doing, everybody out there in Audio Land? It's a mad show now. I've tapped out. This is, give that some thought after show. Sit back and relax and enjoy some fine music. In fact, we have a track coming up now. Now, I know a lot of you haven't heard this one before, but it's one that's near and dear to my heart. It's uh it's a romantic theme. It's it's beautiful. has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.